This is Quitters Never Give Up, episode 79. And uh, let's see, all the quitters are here. We got Lindsay. Hello. We got listener Edwin. Heidi Ho. We got Jennifer Sunshine. What up, party people? And I'm Christopher Rosales. Today we are welcoming to our show Jose, who runs the Kevin and Bean Rewind. Woohoo! Hey. Welcome. Hey. hey, I got the kids to yay at me. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here you go, messages. Hey guys, Luke from thegildedplaylist.com here, your uh, number something caller. Happy to have some new blood making the calls and good topic. Um, how has Kevin and Bean bled into your normal life? And it's more specifically, how have Kevin and Bean drops bled into your normal life? I work at a job where uh, I'm on Zoom calls all the time. And because I produce a podcast that has a lot of drops, I've taken some of those drops and I've made them part of our recurring work calls. And so uh, I have coworkers now that request drops during certain moments and calls and other things like that. And I think it's all thanks to uh, Kevin and Bean and uh, Omar and uh, yeah, Eric and all that stuff. So there's my uh, Kevin and Bean bleeding into normal life story. Keep up the work later. Yeah. And uh, we've covered this before. I know that Lindsay's done the same thing where she runs, runs her work internet zoom. Or work zooms and uses drops. Is that how it goes? That's how it works. Uh, um, you mean do I drop in random like phone call, phone sounds if if my coworkers are talking too much? Yeah. Uh, you know I don't do that. Uh, that's a good idea, but I don't. Um, the one example that I've always give, give given is that I have said par for the cake so much so that. Some of my friends have started to adopt it. Yes. So that's, that's my thing that my best friend now says par for the cake. And I always talk to my friend and I say this radio station, I listen to you back home. And she's like, I know what you're talking about. I know it's the Kevin and Bean show. Just stop saying that. I'm like, oh God. So that that's one of my favorite. And what's happened is like constantly going through my mind because I love the Tiger Woods lady. Um, Jose, um, have you done something like that? Yeah, I, so, so my wife, you know, when um, when the show was on, my wife was a listener, but not as avid as I, because I would always be in the car listening and or with my coworkers and stuff. And I'd always find myself having to do the same thing of about 90 seconds of explanation of the source. Okay, hey, this radio station I listen to, these two guys in the morning and all this setup just to get to like whatever it was. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. I was working remote um, for a good number of years, even before the pandemic. And um, I... Early on, I think I would try to weave in a little bit of, you know, humor to the to the boring workday, but a lot of that stuff just kind of flew right over their their heads. They were in Colorado, and you know, it just in, in a way, a lot of it is our, our inside jokes, and so I just kind of gave up at some point. Yeah, mine is the FBI. So if I'm <laughs> driving around, and the FBI comes on. I have to say it like Edwin, the FBI, and sometimes they'll say it three or four times, but I gotta say it every time. Thank God I work alone. Can you imagine if someone was with me? <laughs> oh another one that i do all the time is uh and and in work is that's giant nope.com always yeah, and that. that that's something that i say all a lot the time <laughs> so, so ed how many times did you say it when um when the fbi raided uh, donald trump's uh, compound there that week was it like oh, i don't like... count phony ones like that i count real stories about the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious that's awesome so i just got to the point in 2009 where Bean brings in the clip of the FBI. And it was just weird because it happened at the same time Trump's place got raided and you're hearing it everywhere. It's just kind of funny. <laughs> You've probably heard of like people like they're singing with the windows open on a summer day and it maybe it's an embarrassing song. So I'm not singing, you know, something. I'll be saying Kevin and Bean bits while I'm driving around. So if I pull up to a light and I'm saying the FBI, you know, people are looking at me. What's wrong with that guy? <laughs> well, Jen wanted to walk around her store with the soundboard. Just playing different bits. I kind of do anyway. It just happens out of my mouth instead. All right, let's go to the next message. Quitters and every other. It's your friend Steve calling in. Hey, I just want to throw this out to the group because I called it in to Ralph. Nothing happened with it. So I'm going to put it to you, the committee, the deciders. <laughs> On Friday's uh, video call, Steve picked Time Bandits. Now, when I'm listening to what Ralph played dis describing the movie, I swear it sounds just like Ralph Garman to me. 
I thought Ralph was maybe doing the audio for this because he couldn't find something. So you guys listen to it, tell me what you think, but my vote is that it sounds like Ralph. All right, keep up the fun. Bye. Steve from his shower? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, that was, yeah, that was, not a, that was a little bit less in quality from Steve that we normally are used to. But he's referring to the Video Vault, the Time Bandits trailer. Did you guys listen to Friday's show for Ralph Report? I did, okay. yeah. So here's the Time Bandits theme, or Time Bandits trailer from the Ralph Report so we can judge. Is this Ralph? Prepare yourself for a different kind of movie. A movie that takes you on a journey through time. Ask me. Travel aboard the SS Titanic. Shake hands with Napoleon. Become a personal friend to Robin Hood. You will join us at a real Roman orgy. You'll say hello to ancient Greece. And marvel at the size of a young warrior's horn. You will spend an evening with the biggest homo sapien of all time. Did you hear something, dear? No, I don't think so. Finally, a movie that takes you inside. The Fabulous World of Darkness. Recognize this fellow? Well, you will when he tries to destroy all good in the universe. Oh, no. I'm a reasonable man. Former Beatle George Harrison brings together John Cleese, Sean Connery, Shelley Duvall, Catherine Hellman, Michael Palin, David Warner, in a journey more ridiculous than history. Thank you very much. Very, 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 very much. Time Bandits. So that's Time Bandits from 1981. And it does sound like Ralph. Sounds just like Ralph. Yeah. Yeah, Ralph could do that voice if he wanted to, that announcer type voice. So I can see that. But it's not. Maybe. Or is Damn it? you, Sharktopus. Because <laughs> when I looked for the original trailer, it came up with a different voice. So maybe Ralph didn't like that original voice. And well, wait, so. would it Ralph have been like 12 when that would have been recorded? Yes. 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 So maybe Ralph was doing voices in 12, at 12. All right. Uh, that's all I got for messages. Shall we do the week that was? Yeah. Certainly. Press the button, my friend. Send me back into time. Edwin! No, Edwin. Oh, right. I'm sorry. One, two, three. It's a new day. Our feature presentation. Week of 2011. Our fucking day. That's a horrible song for country music. It's a horrible song for pop music. It's a horrible song for humans. Okay, we're doing the week that was. We got September 5 to 9, 2011. This is something I actually brought from two weeks ago because that show was jam-packed. I had to play the whole Red Hot Chili Peppers song, if you remember. Okay, so this is for everybody. Listen to this. It's a cover. I'll tell you that much. Tell me if you can guess the song or the artist will win a prize. Come together from the Beatles, covered by. Does anyone else know? I don't want to guess. Jose, you're the guest of honor. Take a stab at it. Yeah, I know. I got come together, um, but I don't know who the cover is, and it sounds pretty awesome. Okay, um, we'll say this it's a K Rock band. So just throw a K Rock band out there. It's a K Rock band. Rage, of the, Rage Against Machine? Nope. White Stripes? Nope. STP? Nope. Is it the Foo Fighters? <laughs> no. You Chili Peppers? All... <laughs> Chili Peppers. Oh, I wish. Oh, come on. It's Bush. <laughs> I think my bell's too low, which is also worthy of a Oh, gross. 
<laughs> anyway, like I said, that's from two weeks ago. I cut a lot of stuff out. Here's what they did on that week. They did the breakfast with the red hot chili peppers. They had Noel Gallagher come in because his solo album was coming out. And they did a singles party with Bush Plate, which was weird. They didn't mention it. They didn't do a call in, have people call in and go to the thing. They didn't mention it on the show at all, but they did it on the weekend. Anyway, that just shows you what Kevin and Bean did. That was just an average week for them, which was amazing. This is going to blow your minds. There was a show called Repo Games. What they would do, they would go to someone's house. They were going to repossess their car. But if they answered trivia questions, they'd win their car back. Okay, now listen to the, the unmitigated gall of Kevin here. But that wasn't the case for this woman from uh, Mesa, Arizona. It's a suburb of Phoenix. And um, she was getting her car repossessed. And she's a little giggly, which is odd. You know, everybody reacts to stress in a different way. But she was a little giggly. And she was not necessarily the sharpest tool of the shed either. So here is question number one, which seems like you could answer this question before he even gets it out. What East Coast city is known as being town? All right, right? Yes. Right. How hard is that? Not hard. This is for a car, he's asking. As Beantown? Never heard of it. I'm a native. How in the hell am I supposed to know the answer to that? All right. So what she's saying is... Because you live in America, lady. What she's saying is she lives in Phoenix. How could she possibly know the nickname of Boston? I guess the Big Apple would totally floor her, too. It'd be like, what? I'm a native. You can't hold that against me. Florida? Florida. Okay, now, the question is what city? Right. She's going Florida. I don't know Florida. what to tell you. That's the only answer I could come up with. I can think of East Coast. That's the only thing I can even think of on the East Coast right now. Okay. Well, that answer is incorrect. I... Okay. First of all, Florida is a state. The correct answer is Boston. Boston. Yeah. Still hadn't heard of it. Like, that didn't Shocking. help. That didn't help her. She went, Boston. oh, yeah, Boston Beach Town. Sure. Like, it Ew. didn't spur any memory in her. This is well, not good. Because she's a native. Okay, so what did we establish from that clip? Kevin does know that Boston's a city. So, of course, we got to go to the famous moment with. And now, it's time for a moment with Kevin. You know what state in the union of these great United States of ours has the most Irish Americans in it? Boston. <laughs> That's not a state. <laughs> That was a moment with Kevin. Sure isn't. It sure is not a state. Yeah, it's not. Oh, Kevin, Hall of Fame, I always say. (laughs) That's the first year he did it, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. Here he is mocking that poor girl who lost her car, and he he didn't know Boston was a city. Yeah, because one year later, exactly, he did it again. I think he did it every year. It's like a tradition now. (laughs) Well, okay. Let's give some Kev. Let's give some Kevin. Let's give Kevin some props now. He did something right. I like to mock him because sometimes his clips are kind of odd, like the gummy bear one. So listen to this one. And by the way, so you're in favor of the ban. A lot of uh, a lot of women who were Playboy playmates mm-hmm. went on to pretty impressive achievements. Gloria Steinem, for example, mm-hmm. was a Playboy. Playmate. I didn't know that. Deborah Harry, lead singer of Blondie, model Lauren Hutton, U.S. federal judge Kimba Wood. Really? Yes. Made a lot of money as a uh, as a waitress in a Playboy club. So I'm just saying, they don't necessarily, they're not mutually exclusive. Women can go on to do many great things after having jobs where they look attractive and serve drinks. And that I hope some time. of them also went on to be whores, though. Oh, Let's come not on. neglect that side of the story, come right? On. You're not helping. Oh, come on. Those kinds of jokes aren't helping. That's what I'm saying. That's exactly, <laughs> exactly. what I said, actually. <laughs> Almost <laughs> <laughs> verbatim. <laughs> Thank you for the, the help there with the audio uh-huh. drop. Backing you up, man. Okay, so Kevin, he got it right on, practically word for word. There you go, Kevin. The Lord taketh and the Lord giveth away, taketh away. Okay, here's something. I brought this in mostly because I love, this was a running bit that I think we've all done, but we didn't think of. So when you hear it, you'll know. And Evan Rachel Wood. Poor Evan Rachel Wood. You know, we announced it was her birthday yesterday. Right. Mm -hmm. So she decided to party. Like it was her birthday? Like it was her birthday. All right. <laughs> uh, she's probably drinking, uh, what would she be drinking? What do you think? Maybe, I don't know, Bacardi? Yeah, like, like it's her birthday. So she goes out, she's in Paris, France. She goes out to hit a few clubs with some friends, cocktails, dancing, out there on the floor, shaking what the Lord gave her. And someone else who's dancing on the floor wheels around and elbows her right in the face. What? Well, happy birthday, Rachel Wood. You now have 
a big fat lip and one less tooth. <gasps> oh, oh no. dude! Dude, knocked the tooth out of her mouth dancing. Wow. That's bad form. Nobody needs to see that guy dance that ridiculously active. Come on, you know he's like swinging around, swinging around. Thinks he's all that. He's swinging around, everything. And Do you think the about the order of the words you choose, or, the, or is it just what did I random? Say? No, it seems to see that dude dance so ridic- ridiculous, Ridic- active, ridiculously all right, active. That doesn't make sense. Please try to formulate ideas clearly before okay. you vocalize them. All right, sorry. Okay, so Kevin, once again, bringing it, and one of my favorite bits, something I still do. The boo. Yeah, that's something I still do to this day. I do it almost every day, actually. <laughs> I'm going to need you to save that formulate ideas uh, drop because I, I feel like I say that regularly. Oh, we need to say that a lot. <laughs> okay, this was very interesting. They did a poll. Rolling Stone magazine did a poll. Worst song of the 90s. So I thought maybe we'd ask you guys. Let's start with our guest of honor, Jose. Worst song of the 90s. Oh, my recall for this is bad. Uh, ooh, can you guys come back to me? I, <laughs> okay, worst song of the 90s? Christopher, you hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably anything by Bush. Um, <laughs> but probably one that's universally hated is Crash Test Dummies. Oh, mm-hmm. that one. Not on the I list, surprisingly. They did a call in and someone did call in, but that's not on the Rolling Stone list. What about Jen? that Barbie doll song? That's right. You got number one. I was ah. going to say the Barbie doll song where there was one where, with the with the frog, something crazy frog, or was that them? I don't I don't know. Crazy frog. I sound like I want to hear that one. We're not talking about I'm a Barbie girl. Yeah, that's the one. No, that was number one. According, this was a reader's poll of Rolling Stone. Mm. Okay. Okay, now this one really bugged me. Four non-blondes, what's going on? Remember that? I love that song. It's a great song. Thank you. Yeah, I even got some of it. Bean was totally in on that. He said the same thing. He hated the song. Maybe I like it because I went on a camping trip with my grandma and my little sister And my little sister was singing the song. She was just getting into K-Rock and she just gave it her all. And so I have fond memories of that. So that's for you, Kristen. Let's go. Let's see the next one. Oh, and some of these really made me mad, by the way. Okay, uh, let's see. Right Said Fred was number nine. I'm too sexy. I mean, it's a joke song, not a great song. Right. Uh, Baja Man Who Let the Dogs Out. Not a great song, but not that bad. It's a joke. Okay, here's one. Celine, Celine Dion, my heart will go on. Please try to formulate ideas clearly before you vocalize them. So that was from Titanic. <laughs> and it's funny, in the show, Lisa's like, I love that song. I still get misty when I hear it. Okay, this one made me mad. <laughs> oh, some Hanson action. God, I love that song. <laughs> Why does Lizzie look angry? I'm going to end this list and this podcast. Thank you. I'm with you. I love that song. You'll hear it sprinkled into shows every once in a while. I remember Futurama did an episode with it. And as soon as you sing it, you go, as soon as I get home, I'm firing up the YouTube machine and I'm listening to that again. Great song. I fully support this list. Oh, come on. Great everything. Well, the Four Non Blonde song got overplayed. It was a good yeah. song, and then it I was think that's that's everywhere. a good argument for the Celine Dion song as well. I think too. Celine Dion. The problem with that is it's Celine Dion. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, Christopher. What? I swear to God. Well, I'm glad you guys were here to join us for our last ever episode. This is ending a bloodshed. <laughs> this is our last. You're witnessing a historic moment. Of- <laughs> is that like be the show killer or something or what? <laughs> Jose the show killer. <laughs> No, it's Christopher hates everything. He's a musician, yeah. so he thinks he knows good music just because he plays it. <laughs> well, if you're looking it up, you should look up the Crazy Frog song and see if it should make the list. It's it's a it's a cover version of, of uh, Axel F from uh, the Beverly Hills Cop movie. Play that one. It sounds like the best song ever. Drew's here. Hello. Yeah, the Drew. Maybe he can look it up. Drew, wait, everybody, be quiet. We're going to ask Drew without any context. Drew, hi. Hi. Worst 90s song. Go. Uh, oh, what? what's that one? Uh, oh, God. Uh, what's 
the name it was from uh it was in she's all that oh she's so high <laughs> tell bachman there we go okay yeah the reason we bring that up there was a rolling stones poll or song of the 90s so that one wasn't on it we we just mentioned mbop yes or no on mbop by hansen no god no i will end <laughs> you ruled. Sorry, you're overruled. Sorry. Yo, we used to in the '90s vote at school what songs got played during the lunch hour, and we had an active campaign to vote for anything else but Umbop to keep Hanson off the air. <laughs> oh, I hope your school went out of business. <laughs> Where's the murder button? Where's the murder button? <laughs> Give it to me now. Murder. <laughs> okay. Um, let's skip ahead. What they did? They just read the top five top six and then they uh, they took calls after that so let's do this and i kind of thought this was funny hi um tubs whoa is that your real voice (laughs) wait is that how you talk yes are you sucking helium right now (laughs) (laughs) what what is happening whatever song you were going to mention is not as bad as listening to you talk hey there's something wrong with my headphones (laughs) bud that girl sounded like what say say hi again Unbelievable. Uh, All right. What song do you think? Tub Something by Chumbawamba. I can go down, but I can up again. Yeah. Um, I just want to keep Chelsea on the line as long as possible. What do you think of that song, Chelsea? Tell me in a great deal of detail. Um, I heard it first when I was like seven, so I don't Wait, really. Hold on. You're not seven now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. Actually, they try to get that in pretty much on every um, party machine afterwards, and I always like it. Oh, I guess you may hear it every couple of years. Thank you. Thank you. That's a, uh. I had that album. Oh, wow. Now that's a fan. So did I. Well, any song that promotes drinking and then weaves in an Irish standard, that's, come on. Come on. <laughs> I bet Christopher knows this, the uh, Homer Simpson version. Oh, Remember, he did I a know cover it. of that. Yeah, yeah. very good. <laughs> And I do love you, Chelsea. Hi. I love those high voices for some reason. <laughs> okay, oh, so she do said, I uh, have a personality for you. <laughs> oh my God, I need what? it. Ooh, what's your personality for him? Uh, we'll talk later. There's, there's, we'll talk there's later. A, a Twitch star that is 30 years old, but has the highest baby voice that we've ever known. Drew knows okay. who I'm talking about. Yep. Okay, I'm going to have to check this out later. <laughs> uh, let's see. So that was a uh, Chumbawamba Tub Thumping. Let's go to our next one. This one is something that everybody hated, and especially Kevin and Bean. Uh, would it be uh, Achy Breaky Heart by the Billy Ray Cyrus or whatever to do with the mullet? Yeah, I can't. I got to tell you, it, that's, number, uh, that's number three on the list. I can't imagine a world where this is not number one. Don't tell my heart, my achy breaky heart. I just don't think he'd understand. Don't tell my heart, I just don't think he'd understand. Mm. F you. <laughs> Yeah, that's a horrible song for country music. It's a horrible song for pop music. It's a horrible song for humans. Oh, God, I love Bean. So we think that's what Bean said. Uh, we skipped over, uh, by the way, Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby was four. And then Achy Breaky Heart, we just heard, was three. Macarena was two. And then we mentioned Barbie Girl by Aqua, number one. How do we have Ice Ice Baby on the list, but Queen, where the song came from with Under Pressure, is not? I'm confused. Probably because of the lyrics, maybe. Yeah, and the but the fact that he robbed it, I guess. And the plagiarism, yeah. Maybe that, that too. That's probably it. Maybe. Also, it's the worst '90s songs, and I think um, the Queen uh, one came under pressure with Bowie came out earlier. Okay, okay, so it was saved by the decade. Well, and we have to remember that this is the era of like the hot takes and like the raging against the machine, like going against all of these pop songs. Um, as, as for me, I was a child during most of that. So I, you know, I have a different perspective on it than perhaps Edwin does. And I loved a lot of those songs or the, the, the trend now is to come back around to a lot of these songs and like, say, you know, Celine Dion is a legend and an icon. Um, so even achy breaky heart, I was dancing to, I gotta be honest. And I would, you drop achy breaky heart or vanilla ice on a wedding dance floor and the people will go ape shit still. Yep. They'll line dance. (laughs) There's a Spanish version of Achy Breaking Heart that kills at weddings. Uh, Can I hear a sample, please? 
now. I, I have to find it. I no, I I'm talking know. about acapella. <laughs> no, it's, it's just in Spanish. But I, it, no, amazes it's me. it amazes me how much it kills. Uh, let's finish up. One more person called in because what they did is they took a bunch of calls about worst songs. Some of them were on the list, some weren't. Allie, welcome to the show. Worst song in the 90s. What do you think? What's happening with the highs? They're just happy. Mambo number five. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. Yeah, I wanted to F that one at the very beginning. Like the (laughs) first time I heard it, I was like, no, you don't. They play to everybody for whatever reason. So another high-pitched voice there. That was Allie. So thank you, Allie. Thank you for joining us. Hi. So her and Chelsea need to get together and do a podcast is what I'm saying. Okay, that's it for the week that was. Back to you, Steve. Fucking Edwin and the high voices. All right, hold on. We have some breaking news from uh, Jose. We have a song from YouTube. Oh, no. Let's just give it a listen. And now, breaking news, oh, boy. Going on? <laughs> ding, ding. I know, this song slaps. Hell yeah. All right, we won't play the whole thing. If you've ever seen the music video of that song, whoever the animator was thought it would be in good taste to make the frog fully uh, anatomically correct. Um, Yes. Yes, it's this is why you can't find it on TV anymore. Yeah, that frog. Oh, that's what that's from? I've seen that guy before. You know what? I might have been mistaken. I guess that was released in 2005. So um, that does not make the list. I'm Aww. sorry. Oh, no, I can't. Just barely. I thought that was much later or much earlier. My bad. My bad. And now a breaking news bulletin. I have another breaking news bulletin. <laughs> this show is now just gonna... breaking news bulletin. Hold on. All right, you ready for this? Yeah, <laughs> I keep yeah. being such a hurry. <laughs> no, it's me. I just I get so in the zone. <laughs> sorry. That is Edwin's dream girl. <laughs> Listening to that podcast, whatever it is. This is like, what's that, ASMR? That's, I want those girls to read something. That'll put me to sleep. Oh. Oh, oh God, <laughs> okay. no. No, no. Ooh, ooh. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Okay. <laughs> so, sh- shall we go to the flashback that needs no introduction? Please. <laughs> Right, you guys want to play a game? Presenting Kevin and Bean's title fight. Two people enter the ring. Only one leaves with the tickets. Let's get ready to battle concert. All right. So apparently it's K-Rox Kevin and K-Rox phone screener Miss Cleo who are going to be our contestants today. They've got a list in front of them. By the way, I don't have a list in front of me, so I don't know how this is going to work. <laughs> Excellent. But uh, it has song titles by the band Green Day. They're going to attempt to describe those song titles to you without using any of the major words in the title, and then you have to come up with the Green Day title that we're looking for. I think, what do we got? Uh, we got seven in uh, 45 seconds. Is that what we shoot for, ideally? Five. We have five. We have five. All right. Five songs in 45 seconds. Okay. So let's. Uh, who's our uh, first contestant? First then? contestant is Anna. Hi, Anna. Hi. Are you ready? Are you good at this kind of thing? Not really. Excellent. Well. Me either. <laughs> Anna, do you want to go with uh, you want to go with Kevin as your partner, or you want Miss Cleo? I want to go with Kevin. Bad Have choice. you not heard the show? <laughs> Are you new? <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, take it easy there. I, maybe I'm going to kick ass today. Have fun. Yeah. Maybe you are. You know, and maybe you might get killed by lightning too. That <laughs> might happen as well. Let's go to James. Hi, James. Hey. You get Miss Cleo. Yeah, James. <laughs> Now, right. would you like to go uh, first or second? Who do we? Yeah, we ask him because he's yeah. he got stuck with Cleo, right? Okay, <laughs> he got lucky with Cleo. You want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first. First, okay. you go right. first with Miss Cleo. All, All right, right. James. here we go. Listen up. Good luck. Uh, something you put, um, you take to a, uh, a. Oh my God! You take it to a park when you're having a picnic. Basket case. Clocks. <laughs> Not Coldplay. And then, uh, picnic basket. Okay, basket that's the case. Yes. Uh, me, Egyptians, Mexicans. We're a smaller group within a bigger group. Minority. 
Yep. Uh, a smaller group within a bigger group. A race of people that get picked on a lot in a society. Minority. Minority. Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're walking down Hollywood. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Nice. Good pull. And then you, uh, when you... Boulevard of Broken Dreams. <laughs> wow, you're lucky. Uh, this guy got crucified in a small, in a small, air, in a... Jesus. Of suburbia. American Jesus. Jesus of suburbia. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, Rad, I got halfway good, through Ms. Jesus Cleo. of suburbia. Yeah, we were looking for Jesus of suburbia. Jesus so you of got suburbia. Oh, okay. so, so you got three. You got the basket case. You got minority. You got uh, Boulevard of Broken Dreams. So three on the uh, on the table for you there. And I guess we'll see how Kevin does with his contestant. I don't want to be picky, but if you are talking about Green Day songs and you come up with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like maybe the other words should follow pretty quickly. Yeah, I think. Yeah. You shouldn't be stunned at that point. <laughs> no idea what's going on. James needed some time to get from basket to basket case, yeah. too, by the way. He wasn't firing uh, on all cylinders necessarily. Right. But that's okay. You know, we don't so, know how bad the next contestant is. Three could be enough to win. Okay. So, oh, all right. All right. So now it's my turn. All right. You ready, Anna? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Okay. Uh, this is Inside Your Head. Green stew. What you think with? What you think with? Thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, this is something that uh, people put on before shows, like if they're doing a dangerous stunts, they say, you know. Break a leg? No. Oh, don't try this at home. Disclaimer? Warning? No, thank you, Biz. Um, um, shoot. I'm, I'm going to go to the next one. You slept all the way through August. Wake me up when September ends. Uh, wake me up when September ends. Thank you. Um, you're a United States dum-dum. American idiot. American idiot. <laughs> yes. Um, hey, I'm glad you're here. Come on into heaven. What? It's <laughs> one of their most famous songs. Nope. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're here. What, what's it done? Oh, it's a tie. It's a we got a tie. Time of your life. No. We, got a, we got a tie is what we got. <laughs> wow. That was uh, Welcome to Paradise. Yeah, Welcome to Paradise. Uh, was glad you're welcome. here in heaven. Glad you're here. I am going to say true. both uh, mediocre contestants at best, yes. but in the event of a tie at the same time, I say they both come to breakfast with Green Day. What do you all think? Wow. Oh, I love well, that. Uh, all right. What the hell? We'll give them both tickets. <laughs> All right. Anna, congratulations. James, congratulations. Thank you. You're going to be at our breakfast with Green Day. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for playing the game. It's a hell of a prize. That's awesome. Right? What's the point of the game? They, they want to entertain us. Tickets. Yeah, Something right? about breakfast. I don't know. I, I stop paying attention. I'm just being a brat. <laughs> <laughs> Why do some people tune out? I, I yeah. honestly, Drew and I were like, Drew and I was listening. Like, yeah, I was trying to get a, uh, an answer. I got one in. Drew's if I don't have a list of the songs, I'd be completely hopeless at that one. Because like the September one, I would have said the September one, the September right. one. I, <laughs> I played a game they had for the breakfast with the foos. And it was the same thing. Like when you're on the spot, you're like, I know all these songs, but what are they? Mm-hmm. Yep. No, but I oh. played in my car really well with some of those. Well, Jose got at least one, so he did way better than I did. <laughs> I think I was prompted because the guy said Jesus, and I just filled it in correctly, Drew, oh. correctly. Yes, yes, correctly. Thank <laughs> you very American much. Not American Jesus. Not hey, American. I got that. that's going to be my new Broadway it. show. I want to hear your version of that song, though. I'll, I'll mix it. It'll happen. <laughs> All right, moving on. Listening to the Kevin and Bean Show Wednesday morning, I suspect Ralph is not here because he wants to add his unanimous support for the bit we're about to do. No, I'm here because I, I, I'm <laughs> caught by uh, shock, dismay, and surprise this morning. I thought we had this ironed out last time. That I thought we'd agreed this would be the, the the last time would have been sort of the farewell. Oh no, 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 no! There's way I too many. We'd agreed that we'd do it one last time, and then that we'd put this heinous bit to rest. There's way too many good stories for that. To but happen. see, here's the thing: they're not good stories, and they don't end up being good little radio bits. I That's my disagree, take. Disagree with you on both. Good here's stories, great bits. We've done this particular kind of thing for about ten years yes. now, and I think that has been a good run. I think, you know, even ER had to go off the air at some point. Sure. And I think maybe it's time for 
wacky, hilarious talking animals on the phone to go by. But I think the wheel o bad animal voices has breathed new life into the franchise. I think <laughs> it's done none of that, and I think it just is a, a bad way to do a bad bit. Now, we, now we've gone from doing just bad bits. Now we're doing it's a bad way to select what we do. At least do. we're stretching it out. We're making it longer. Exactly. <laughs> but Ralph, what do you want us to do when we pick up our newspaper and we read about the gay German penguin? What do you want us to do with that? We have to go. call and talk to the gay German no, penguin. No, see, that that's case. the thing. You just go, huh? Look at that. There's a gay German no. penguin, and then move on mm-hmm. to something else. They no. can't let that go. Ralph. We have a lot of great, a lot of great animal stories. We have a wheel in the studio. We're going to spin it. Whatever it lands on, that's yeah. that's who the voice uh, that we're going to talk to. That's the story we're going to follow up on. Okay. One is uh, Darren the Waving Goat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. You don't need to, that. The, the whole story's right there. You Have don't you need to even go picture? any further. Yes, it's a goat who waves. Yes. I understand. That's why they call him the Waving Goat. <laughs> exactly. Got it. Understood. Absorbed. Moving on. The zombie fire ants, which I will not let go until we do. Because <laughs> they are zombie fire ants. They are dead and walking this earth. That's yeah, but they're not attacking malls but or they're, anything. Yeah, they're they just could, wandering around they in the dirt. Bite, if they bite one human being in that condition, a human being turns that into a zombie. That is not and the case at all. Gone. <laughs> that is not even close to factual. That's how it works. It's science. Uh, the Russian dog girl is on the wheel. Tragic, horrible story, and I think we should just be better left alone. But she was raised by dogs. Yes, I understand that, because her human parents kept her locked up in a room with right. dogs. But we try to focus not on the negative, but on the positive. <laughs> but there's only negative in that story. We have a squirrel that lives in our parking lot. The girl lot. barks. She does. That's bad. That's... But she can also lick herself. Oh, so seriously, yes. there are some great questions to be asked. We have a squirrel in the parking lot. That's a Kirok stone squirrel. Mm-hmm. It's always uh, always stoned. We have the attacking Komodo dragons. Which, by the way, are white Komodo dragons, too. <laughs> that's not even a news story. And we have a gay German penguin. So that's, listen... But who we've talked to already, by the way, <laughs> years ago, before they, before they, recently, before they, of uh, 2006 is what it producer was a, Alex has told me. I think it was a uh, different angle, though. It wasn't exactly. Same penguin, though. But though they've had, they've but, had a chance. Now, the now he's hooked up with another gay penguin and they've adopted a kid. These I gay understand. penguins in the Germans who are raising a penguin as their own. Come on. We have to. All right, let's spin uh, the wheel and find out. Because, uh, wherever sure lands, lands on Kevin, then we dial it up, and then we talk to that uh, that animal, right? Darren the Waving Goat, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Right. That's the story that it has landed Woo. on. Very excited. Hold on, sir. You had a comment? Hey, shoot these guys. This bit is getting really played out. Right, well, hang on, because we wait. To, I think you're going to change your mind when you hear us talk to Darren the Waving Goat. He is a goat. He stands on his hind legs, and he waves with one of his front paws. The billy goat spent months mastering the trick after he saw a little kid do it. He wanted to do it. Now Darren That's waves. That's awesome. So we thought we would call up uh, <laughs> the zoo or the person's home. I haven't read the story. White Post Farm near Nottingham in England is where Darren lives. All right. Hello, sir. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Are you the owner of Darren the uh, Waving Goat? No, I'm Darren. <gasps> what? Really? Hi. One of the chances. It doesn't Hi. even say that you talk. Hi. <laughs> so you've been doing a lot of waving there, have you? Hi. Hi. <laughs> Darren, why did you want to learn how to wave? That doesn't seem like something that a goat would be interested in. Hi. Hi. Maybe he hasn't moved past just the high and I'm waving. I'm waving. Hi. Right. Oh, Hi. you're just waving to the kids as they go by. Yeah, it's a visual. I see. Hi. <laughs> now, do any of the kids freak out when you wave to them? No. They don't. Because huh. I think I would. Do you talk to them, too? No, I guess that would be more impressive, wouldn't it? Well, yeah, I think so. But... Hi. Hi. Okay. A, lot of, a lot of kids going Waving by, apparently, kids right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hi. So, your name is Darren, and you're a waving goat, huh? That pretty much sums it up. <laughs> That's the whole story, right? Pretty much. Have you, Hi. Have you ever thought of getting a job at Walmart? They have a greeter right there in the beginning of the store, and you can wave to everybody that comes in. Sir, the smock won't stay on. <laughs> okay, you've tried. I've tried. <laughs> All right, Darren. Well, good luck with that. Hi. <laughs> You're so I got a question for you guys. Do you think Ralph actually secretly loves this bit and they just um you know put on that you know it's it's a good five to ten minute chunk of them arguing about doing the bit and it's it's pretty funny when they do it. If you've ever had to do the bit yourself. 
itself, you want it over within the first 12 seconds. So <laughs> I do think he really is against it. But also, like, since that is sort of his thing, that also still makes it funny. Without the two mixed together, it wouldn't work. But that's kind of the whole, like, magic behind it all. Well, so this one's not the best bit because he, he does kind of... He's, he does sort of fall back into his argument before he goes into the bit, but all the other bits, as soon as he switches voices, and he's like full on in character and committed to the role, and I was always impressed that he was able to switch from pure hatred <laughs> and then to just inhabit that role in, in just the span of like a second. So I always wondered, is it really part of the bit that they're supposed to hate the bit? Anyway. Well, we asked him when he interviewed him on our show, and he was kind of like, 50 50 with it i think he was because ralph's genius he was able to make it funny every time um, because he could get into character and that kind of stuff but he had also said he's like but it became kevin and bean's go-to for anything when they needed to fill time you mean go to right get out out now i am never gonna take that back sorry we're out of time <laughs> so i think it's uh, i think it's 50 50 with it well um, he did say that what he is or what he was on the radio it was kind of a character so it wasn't exactly him so some things yeah. were amped up and i think Mad Ralph was an amped up version of Ralph. So yeah. maybe he didn't like it that much and he just amped it up for the character, which made it better. But mm-hmm. I mean, the, the rat with two heads was just... <laughs> that was pretty Com- good. That, see, that's comical, but that's the one you want, which remember, like we've done this, that's never what you get. You get that one in a thousand and that that that's why, but it's, oh, no. Well, I, and I, I think got- it was also when they were calling foreign countries... He would always come in like, this is such a bad idea. Oh, hello. Wait, Kevin gets on. Hello? You know, do you speak English? I mean, just, it was. It became became a point that explaining the bit was better than the bit. And that's that's when I think it's time to retire that. Yeah. Um, And for some context, Jose, you have the pleasure of speaking to at least two of the people who have tried to recreate the Wheel of Bad Animal Voices. Drew (laughs) having played the titular role of April the Giraffe, I believe. April the Giraffe, we had the foul mouth parrots. And I don't think it ever made it anywhere but we had the uh the bear that was uh being accused of breaking into places um i there was that one too yeah oh it's hard (laughs) also especially when you don't rehearse anything and everyone else doesn't know how strong you're going into it off of that they they never rehearsed anything for this they they did it and we didn't either that yeah Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's weird it's it's like planning you know it's just unheard of (laughs) <laughs> well, and you know, too, they did the instant request where somebody would request, um, you know, a conversation between Sean Connery and, um, I don't know, uh, Harrison Simmons. Ford. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, that was Ralph improving. Oh, yeah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to move to the next segment? Or, Jen, do you have other clips? I'm done. Christopher. Okay. Is, is that me? It's my turn? This is a podcast roundup? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Well, you know, my biggest fear is that somebody's going to die and I'm not going to know about it because that's really why I need to be online all the time oh, is all for right, all but... of those late-breaking obituaries. Not that there's any no. one coming later today. No. I'm just saying that's no. not – nobody's dying today, but I'm saying no. in general, that's my thing. Nailed it. Ow, ow. <laughs> Peace, love, and soul. This week was a great example of how the news changes from the beginning of the week to the end of the week. When I started this week, I thought I was going to do mostly the Taylor Hawkins thing, which was a very cool event. Um, and but everybody commented on it a lot. But then at the end, the queen died, and so that kind of becomes a thing that takes over all of uh, of everything, all the media. 
So let's just get that out of the way because that's a downer, right? London Bridge is down. So let's go with Bean's thoughts on the Queen. Now, this happened Friday before uh, she was. it was made official that she had passed. So this is Bean on the Queen. Look, I hope that when people hear this episode, they'll be, well, they were all worried for nothing. But here's what happened. I got, I got a text, I don't know, 10 minutes ago, maybe 15 minutes ago from our friend Bradley. Bradley, who created the Almost Famous segment, my dear friend. Yes. And here's what he wrote. Guys, the queen is not very well. Everyone in the commons is passing notes around. I think she's gone. The royal family is en route to Balmoral, which is her castle up in Scotland where she's been spending the summer. Although we did see a picture of her just a couple of days ago with the new prime minister, Liz Truss. I mean, she was standing and smiling and welcoming her 15th prime minister during her reign, and she looked good. So I'm just... And I know that there are going to be people who are who have no understanding whatsoever why this would be significant, this old lady who sort of only runs a country. But she's been a constant in my entire life and somebody that I've admired and looked up to and I believe does way more work than the average person knows. Yeah. And I've got her on my body. I wanted to be there in the country when the queen died. I wanted to be there with my fellow citizens and experience that and grieve together and reminisce together. And I hate that two weeks in to living in America, something like this would happen. It's very inconvenient for me and my dreams and wishes and goals. And I think Her Majesty should have considered that. I think it's time for the old girl to rally. Do you think, and I'm just putting it out here. Do you think she got wind that you left and she's like, why am I even going on? I hope that's not the case. I I feel like there's a 50-50 chance that that was it. Okay, I was going to say sad trombone. Yeah. Bum, bum, oh, bum, bassoon, bum. isn't it? Sad bassoon indeed. Christopher, you're muted for fuck's sake. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> He's Sorry. too upset about the queen. Lindsay keeps muting me. <clears throat> well, the queen of Canberra <laughs> also died on that day. Of what? I think she was also 96. The capital of Australia? You would know better than us. That That's... That... Australia is in the Commonwealth, isn't it? It is part yeah. of the Commonwealth, but the Queen of Canberra, which would, I, I she, yeah, that it would be the Queen, the same Queen, like yeah, yeah. she died too. Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> uh, of course, for me, the Queen, I, n- I never cared about the Queen. I never cared about royals and the whole, the whole thing was not was totally off my radar. And the only time I started focusing on the Queen or caring was because of Bean. So this is the only reason why right. I would even bring it up. I guess the inverse of that is Ralph actually was able to, because he records later, was able to comment on her passing, and so was Steve. So let's go with what Steve said. Breaking news. Queen Elizabeth II um, is brown bread, so in honor of that, boo-hoo. Oh, come on. Have some heart hey, for Liz. She's lived a life of fucking outrageous privilege. I'm not going to shed a tear. So that's the the inverse. There's Bean, who loves the Queen, and Steve, who does not. The anti-Bean, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's move on to something else, to, to like actually funny stuff. Uh, on Who Be on Who Be the Judge. <laughs> on, uh, <laughs> who, who's Who Be? Who Be? Who Be the Judge? I, I want to meet Who Be the Judge. Does that, does that come on after uh, Judge Judy? I yeah, love exactly. that shit. <laughs> on Who Be the there's Judge. There's Joe Brown, there's Judge Judy, Who Be the Judge. <laughs> Um, Charlie gives examples of uh, wedding guests on uh, one of these uh, Am I the Assholes. Your day of your wedding is not about your mom. It's not about your dad. It's not about your stepsister, your stepbrother, your pet, your dog, your pet rock, your iguana, your grandmother, grandfather, whoever, anybody. This is about you and your future spouse. Nobody hey, man, else. what do you got against the pet rock? So Charlie being the Mr. Bad Example. He's Mr. Bad Example. He really sucks. He's Mr. Bad Example. Such a schmuck. He's Mr. Bad Example. You'll see what we mean. He's Mr. Bad Example. His name is Bean. I should have cut in Charlie there, but I guess not. But uh, another good show. I think it's the second one around this time. So good job. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I've heard both shows. It does make me a little bit nervous, though, when they flip the coin. Because I would hate to have to debate the side that I really don't believe in. But I guess that's the way it goes. Yeah, I was thinking they should have a veto button or a veto card or a Uno reverse card that they get. Where they Ooh, can, 
just throw it. Oh, good idea. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Moving over to Janky Town, Beer Mug has a new career in mind. Dating is a lot of work. <laughs> it wow. is. I'm glad I, gotta I don't have focused. to deal with that, man. I'm and, and, glad and, and, I don't have and, to deal with that. And, and dating, you're not making any money. You're spending money. So I got to focus <laughs> on something that involves making money. Mugs, so I got it. Become a gigolo. You date, yeah. and then you make money from it. Like you would, yeah, you would thrive at that, thing. dude. Just go here's to Vegas, look for thing. for for here. like a like a bachelorette party, and then just yeah. become a gigolo. So mugs the gigolo. That I don't know. If, I don't know how that'd work out. But oh no, it's 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 simple. No, so you're not dating these women. So like, or you're not paying. You're not a you're not employee. What you are, you are a companion. You are spending time with them, and they are so appreciative of you that they want to make sure that your needs are met. So they want to make sure that your car note's paid, your rent's paid, other things are paid so that you can spend more time with them. And it's a, it's a, a mutual agreement, much like a marriage. You know, it's the same thing, but just without much of the legal paperwork. It okay. ain't easy. I'm just going to need like a, some sort of a audio remix of uh, David Lee Roth and uh, some right. mugs drops woven yep. in somewhere. <laughs> I'll get right on that. I'll start. I'm glad <laughs> mugs figured out that dates <laughs> cost money. They don't make money. So he knows something <laughs> about it. Oh, no, no. He's doing it wrong if that's the case because the dates make the money. They don't cost you money. <laughs> Pimping ain't easy. <laughs> All right. Uh, these next clips are kind of long, but they're worth it. Um, Kevin and Sluggo had Kat on, and she talked about uh, getting stuck in places. Yes, I got locked in Prince's bathroom. <laughs> he had those legendary shows. They were like urban legends. He would do shows for like 20 people. Yep. Wow. And somehow I got invited to one of those, mm-hmm. right? I mean, and he played for hours and hours. So I had to, I had to use ladies at one point. <laughs> mm-hmm. I got to go to the loo. So, and I get in the bathroom, and I'm, you know, doing my stuff, and I hear him kick into the Jackson 5, I want you back. And I'm like, oh, my God, I have to get back out there. And the door wouldn't open. It was locked? It was broken. I then, like, I'm scrambling. I looked at my cell phone. I had no signal. I'm like, I couldn't even call 911 because I had no signal. <laughs> Hi, I'm in Prince's bathroom. Uh... And then I became paranoid. Then I became convinced this is what he does, and there were cameras in the bathroom. That was the that... first thing I thought. How did you get yeah. out of Prince's bathroom? Yeah. So I finally calmed myself down because I was convinced they were just going to find me three days later, like, <laughs> living off of my cherry chapstick, you sure. know, like that. Eating, yeah. eating and, your foot. Uh, I finally, I was like, the only thing I haven't done was lift the door and push out. All right. And then it opened. Lo and behold. I was so mad because I missed sure. covering two songs. But you know what? I instantly forgot about it because when I ran back in, he jumped on the dance floor with the rest of us. Wow. And I'm like, I cannot believe I'm dancing with Prince right now in his basement. <laughs> it would have been hilarious if while you were dancing, he said into your ear, how long were you in there? That was cut down from the original length a lot, even though it was kind of long. But it was just a hilarious story. Her getting invited to one of those underground Prince concerts and then her getting stuck in the bathroom and then getting paranoid that Prince is playing a joke on her and everybody's watching her in the bathroom. I, I, yeah. that And... That all happened in the span of two songs. So maybe 10 minutes tops. But again, it's Prince jamming, so it could have been an hour and a half. Facts. Yeah. So so we're moving on to the Ralph Report. We talked about Ralph doing voices and basically doing plays together. So this is Jen Stewart hosted the Friday episode, and this is Jennifer Stewart meeting Roland. You've never met Roland, have you? I have not. You will... Well, hello, excuse me, is anybody here? Oh my oh, God. Oh my goodness, Ralph, I didn't realize you had company. Yes, Roland, I'm in the middle of doing the show. Well, hello, my good lady, how are you this evening? I am fine. Allow me to introduce myself. My name is Roland, and I am an integral part of this program. I've actually been waiting to meet you. I. Well, get in line, young lady, because <laughs> there is a large contingent of ladies who also would like to be in my presence. You know, Roland, I've been wondering, do you play D&D at all? <laughs> do I? 
I'm only the master of the, the game master of my group. You're the dungeon master. I am the dungeon master. That's mm. a whole other thing. It's, uh, there's, I asked. I can't really talk about that. There's some. <laughs> there's some legal problems I ran into with my dungeon, but uh, my mom's trying to get me to shut it down. But I think yes, I do. And if you'd like to play sometime, I'd love to. That's what I'd I was love gonna, to roll the dice with you. I was going to ask if I could join. All right, you two both creep me out. Can we? You guys just. <laughs> Jen Ren Stewart on Twitter, if you He's want to so talk nice. to her. nice. I don't know why. Yes, I'm so nice. I don't see why you have to be so hostile all the time. You and that other one. His name's Eddie, Roland. You know who he is. <laughs> Whatever. And that clown. What's up with that clown? He's getting all my airtime. Yeah. Get out of here, Roland. There's so many people that live here. Yeah. Um, Jesus. Roland, uh, thanks for dropping by, but I think it's time for you to go, if you don't mind. Well, I think it's really up to Jen to decide whether it's time for me to go or not. Why don't you come back later? Fine, let's be that way. You women are alike. Wow. God, he seemed pissed. I don't think that's his first rejection. Hey, so Ralph did Roland, Jackpot the Clown, and Ralph with Jen Stewart all in, in a span of a couple minutes. That's got to be so jarring to, to be to have that conversation and see two personalities and then a third one. And for Ralph, I mean, that's amazing just for him to be able to keep all that straight, you know, no takes, just one take. That's amazing. It's hard to hold, but like if you're actually good, if you're good at it, you can jump between them. And it's just a matter of figuring out what voice is the one that you need to project at that moment. But, but Ralph is a master of it. It's not just the voice, though. I mean, each each voice has kind of a story personality, line. yeah, and a person and a storyline that that they've got to keep straight. That's it. Gets, it gets even better when you screw it up and go ahead and make Roland just coming out with the Ralph voice, and you're like, "Wait, <laughs> hold on, I got to fix this." <laughs> you did hear Ralph kind of screw up with the uh, the D and D reference, where he called himself what do he call himself the Dragon Master, Dungeon Master, and Jen, who actually plays, corrected him. And then he took it somewhere else. I thought that was really brilliant. He took it to a different type of dungeon we know about. His mom wants to shut it down. So, yeah. yeah. Roland is starting to sound like Dr. Evil. (laughs) Okay, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Listen to that first part. You can subscribe on Patreon for $3 million. (laughs) Exactly. That's what I was expecting next. Let's do his new ad. TV Tunes Tuesdays have all focused recently on Ralph being on TV. So this was the last one. So they did House and they did, what was that, NYPD Blue? And now this one, they did, this is the last one. They're doing Charmed. This was the ultimate I got the gig because I was on radio in the morning. You were a DJ. I was literally a DJ. (laughs) And I got a call from the Charmed producers and said, we'd like to offer you a role on Charmed. Now, you know, as an actor, if you get offered something... Yeah, that's the shit. That feels about as good as it gets, right. rather than having to audition for right. something. So I found out later on mm-hmm. that one of the writers on the show, she had an interest in me. Oh, really? And she wanted to perhaps go out. Oh. And so that's why I was getting the offer to be on huh. the show. She wrote the role for me and then suggested to producers they get me to be on the show to play the role. Wow. And so I did two episodes back-to-back, by the way. I did The Devil's Music featuring Dishwalla. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Dishwalla. And I always thought that was my only part in that episode. Yeah. Alina Collard sent in a clip to me. She said, you were in more than that. You were also in the very beginning of the the episode. Hmm. Good morning, San Francisco. This is Ralph Garman, and that was Dishwalla's hit, Counting Blue Cars. Dishwalla and their manager, Jeff Carlton, are my in-studio guests this morning, talking about club dates here and around the country, so stay tuned, and we'll let you know where you can see them. So my voice appeared at that episode, too. And you played yourself. And I was me. <laughs> and yet they still listed me as DJ. You're not Dexter credits. Jansen. I'm not You're Dexter Ralph Jansen at all. And then the next week, November 4th, 1999, I was in an episode called She's a Man, Baby, a Man, where I introduced the Cranberries. And these were all introductions at the uh, P3 nightclub that the three witches owned together. Mm. Folks, it's a real pleasure for me to introduce, in a one-night-only benefit for the Animal Rights Fund, the Cranberries. And then I went out with the writer. Okay. Once. Okay. And... Phone stopped ringing from the uh, oh, no. producers. Oh, yeah. no. It went yeah. bad? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 
Where'd you take her? Do you remember? Uh, I don't. I don't. <laughs> so man, you could have been. Uh, you could have had your own series. I don't think so. You could have been Angel. Wasn't a lot of room for. You could have uh, been Angel expansion with that character, in my opinion. <laughs> you could have got bitten by a vampire. You don't know. <laughs> that was Buffy the Vampire. Whatever. It's all the same shit. Which is vampire? Different. Very different werewolf could have bit you. Who knows? Well, I guess Ralph didn't make her laugh. Make her breakfast. Guess not that time. Yeah. <laughs> But that that was very interesting how he got the part from being on radio, but because the writer liked him, and then the date didn't go well, and he never got any more calls. So that's how <laughs> that was his time on Charm. Sorry, Ralph. Going over to a cup of tea in a chat. Bean had a tweet adventure this weekend or last weekend. This was the se- September third. We all know the it was the third of September. The joke that Bean makes, right? From the Temptations, it's the third of December, the day my fam my my father died, and so Bean made this joke again on Twitter, and it kind of backfired on him. You tell me how in the wrong I was mm-hmm. to to send this tweet. So the third of September rolls around, and of course, all I can think about is the great song, the big number one hit from the Temptations. Everybody remembers this song, right? Papa was a Rolling Stone. It was the third of September. All right, so there's the date. That day I'll always remember. All right. Famous lyrics from a famous classic Motown hit. So I put up this tweet. Tough Labor Day weekend for me because the 3rd of September is a day I'll always remember because that was the day that my daddy died. And then I put a little teary sad face, right? Now, I knew it wasn't going to hit... A hundred percent. The third of September reference. Tears <laughs> rolling down my cheeks because I just clicked on the. <laughs> but then I start seeing these tweets. My brother died on Halloween. Welcome to the ruined days club. So now oh, no. I'm an asshole, right? Because I'm intentionally triggering people about their memories of their dead parents. All right. Oh. Then I get this one. And this is from a guy that I know, and this is from a guy who owns a radio station in Britain that I want to work at, okay? Oh, no. Me too, Gene. Gone 26 years. I miss him every day, he writes. So I feel like I got to write back to my friend Phil. And I said, sorry, Phil, those are just the lyrics to Papa Was a Rolling Stone. It was a callback to an annual bit that we used to do on my radio show, Also High. I'm trying to, you know, yeah. explain what else. Okay. Soften the blow a little bit, Yeah. Here's what Phil At least he back. got it, right? Well, here's what Phil wrote back. Okay. My dad did actually die on the 3rd <gasps> of September. <laughs> His father died on the 3rd of September. I was just making a joke about the temptation song. I was in Birmingham, and I got the call from my mom in Manchester. As I drove up, I heard the song at least once because it always gets played on that day. Very triggering for him. So I wrote him back and oh, said, oh, my God, what a crazy coincidence. I was so far for your loss. And it just goes on and on at and on. At least, like, his dad was an asshole and all he left him was alone, right? No, he said my dad was ace, not a Rolling Stone cool. at all. The complete oh, opposite. God. Allie, am I an asshole here? Did I, was that, uh, did I blow it? Is that a huge mistake? Or understandably, what I couldn't have foreseen this coming, right? So it was being the asshole for... For tweeting that and leaving it up? No. 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 And, no, and that's that's the thing. First of all, it's for comedy, and I'm sorry. You got 365 days to shoot the shot, and guess what? Someone's daddy's going to die on that day. So I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. just happens to be that dude, but, you know, deal with it. I agree. <clears throat> uh, I think Yeah, so it's too. a joke, and Kevin and Bean fans should get that joke because he did that every year on the 3rd of September. So but- I say no. You're fine, Bean. But Bean is expanding outside of the Kevin and Bean world now. His co-worker at a, at a UK radio station had his dad die on September 3rd. Well, it's not a co-worker. 20 years ago. It was a guy that he wants to essentially work at. That's, work, yeah, work, a colleague. That's, colleague. Yeah, yeah. A prospective employer. So 
he's not a dick for doing it. He just maybe should have done his research a little bit before he posted. Take his friends I, better. No, I, I'm not even saying that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to take the hard take on this one. Like you can't go ahead and nitpick on figuring out what every in coworker, employer, potential employer's parents died, and make a joke about it based on a temptation song. Like if that's the case, like you know, it's it's we're what's what's it going to come down to? Like I can't go ahead and be like, oh, it's it's you know a bloody Monday, like or bloody Sunday. Like, oh, well, my dad died on a Sunday in a shoot. I like, like, no, it's no. Well, that's Drew being the judge. I am the I mean, judge. Here comes the judge. You be the judge right now. Come on now and be the judge. That's Art our judge. version of you be the judge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love how it turned around on him and kind of blew up in his face. I mean, most <laughs> people got it. But that's that's just classic being. Classic being putting that tweet out there and, and having all this blowback that winds up being just a hilarious bit on the radio or on the podcast. All right. Well, let's thank Jose for being here. Who's got the Kevin and Bean rewind on YouTube. You guys can go ahead and check it out and just listen in the background or enjoy a nice long drive. Thanks for Drew for being here today. And you can find us anywhere you get your, well, you already found us if you're listening. So just go ahead and click on that link again. Do what you're doing. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. All right. Thanks, everybody. All right. Thank uh, you for coming on, Jose. It was a blast. Thank All you, right. guys. I get knocked down. I get knocked down again. You're never going to knock me down. Um, 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 what's all the hubbub? Bub. I am a musician. Uh, I don't sample. <laughs> so I go on stage and my microphone is on. Mm -hmm. I take a whiskey drink. I take a chocolate drink. And when I have to pee, I use the kitchen sink. I sing the song that reminds me I'm a urinating guy. Black, I'll see you black, tomorrow. Black, see ya. And that brings us to the end of what we hope has been a beautiful trip for you and what certainly has been a groovy ride for me. We thank you for joining us. We thank our very exciting guests, Gladys Knight and the Pips, the Honeycone, Bobby Hutton, special guest Eddie Kendricks, and of course, the Soul Train Gang. Hope you'll climb aboard next week on these same stations and you can bet your last money it's all going to be a stone gas, honey. Always in parting, we're going to wish you love. Peace.